Hello and welcome back to Guitars and Music Tech. Today we're going to talk about what affects your sound, the guitar sound. All the different things. We won't go into details in them. I'm just going to go through them and that you will recognize that there are so many different things that actually affects the sound of a guitar. Unlike other instruments like a piano or a violin or any other instrument, there's a few things that affects the sound, but for the guitar player, it's many, many things. And that's why it's more recognizable to find a style or a sound of a person. And it doesn't really matter much sometimes on what is this person using as a guitar or as an amp. It always feels and sounds like that person. So let's take example Eric Clapton. No matter what guitar he's playing, no matter what amp, no matter when he was recorded, it sounds like Eric Clapton, you'll know it's him. Uh, same thing if you take, for example, um, David Gilmore. Same thing. It sounds like him. Everybody sounds, or Santana, it sounds, no matter what he's using, it's going to sound like Santana. And anybody who's trying to imitate or to play something similar, they might sound a little bit like that person, but they will sound like themselves. Didn't you notice sometimes that no matter what gears you do change, what guitars do you play, you always just sounds like you. It's you who's playing. It's not in a bad way. It sounds like you. You're <laughs> it just sounds like you, no matter what you do. So today we're going to go through the things that affect the sound of your guitar. And maybe that will open your mind to a couple of things that you may never thought about. So the first thing I'm going to talk about is the your body resonance. You know, the guitar, when you're holding it in your hand, it's part of you. And you are affecting the sound yeah you're playing it for sure you're affecting the sound but I'm talking about your body your shape your bone density your house how big you are how small you are your fingers your the way you hold the guitar all of this it resonates into the guitar itself into the guitar body and that's one of the major reasons you always sounds like yourself and you cannot escape that right because you're always holding whatever guitar you're playing you're holding it and it becomes part of you the second thing is your style of course when you play you have a style the way you bend the strings the way you do your tremolos your slides that's the style of playing okay the first point was just your resonance of your body towards the guitar which changes the tonality of the guitar uh, so this this one is the playability, the, the style of playing. That's, of course, you cannot escape. Also, you're always going to bend it in a certain way, al although you might try, but you always have a tendency of playing in a certain way, being a little bit backbeat or front of the beat, or you like to do a slide this way or down slide. There's many different techniques, and we all listen to our favorite players, and we learn from them, and we adopt them, and it becomes parts of our way of playing. So that's one of the things also. Also, if you play the guitar with your fingers, are you playing with a pick, with your nails? What type of pick are you using? Is it a plastic pick? Is it a metal pick or a stone pick? Your nails? Why are you treating your nails? How long? Are you playing partly with your, with your skin, your flesh, we say? So that also changes the way you sound. Like take Mike Knopfler, for example. He has a very special sound because he always uses his fingers. And part of his uh, 
flesh, let's say, and, and nails, partially. And that gives a certain technique, a certain sound that you can't get with just a pick. So that also affects the sound. Uh, we're not going to talk about too much about like the weather, the humidity, maybe that changes a little bit, but not affects a lot. The electronics of your guitar. What kind of electronics do you have? Last week we talked about the pickup and how the sound is made, but we never talked about the, the, the trip between the pickup and the amp. So the electronics, the resistors, the capacitors that are there, what, uh, what they do, all of that will change also. Uh, the the way it reacts, especially if you have some pedals that are unbuffered, and maybe we'll talk about that in another day, but it does do affect electronics effects. If it's an active electronics, sometimes you've got active, active guitar, active pickup, that means there's a tiny little amp and you need to put a battery in your guitar and all that to amplify it a little bit. So these are things, I don't like active pickups by the way, stay away from them. Passive electronics is the way to go with electric guitars. The next thing we're talking about is the um, the cable. Just a simple thing as a cable. If it's too long, you're going to have some resistance and the sound will be a little bit less trebly, let's say. So that affects your sound also. Uh, of course, we talked about the strings before last week, and we say the strings gauges the the material of the the strings when they manufacture them. Is there more? iron, more steel, more cobalt, more nickel inside the compound of that string, how thick the gauge of the string also would change your tonality. And that's why, for example, you find some players they are known with that particular fat chunky sound because they use thick strings. Of course, once you get out of the guitar and you went through the cable and everything, you get your amp. That's another thing that changes your sound. What kind of amp do you use? Is it an amp with real tubes? How old are those tubes? What type of tubes do you have in there? Is it a modeler or is it solid state? Transistors? All kinds of different things that will also change your sound. Let's not forget the speakers. Of course, the speakers, the size of the speakers, the type of the speakers, how old are those speakers and how loud are you playing those and pushing those speakers? All of these things all change the sound. And then, of course, the most important thing of all of that is the room you're playing in. Because the sound is coming out of your guitar from your amp, and then if you're playing it live, there's a room, there's a, an environment where it will resonate. And we always say in a studio, you record your room, basically. It's the sound of your room. So if you're singing, you're playing an acoustic guitar, or you're playing an amp, and you're recording it with a microphone, uh, you are recording and affecting the sound from the sound of your room. That's why they always treat your room with some panels and all that. So in your room, do you have a carpet? Is it wood? Do you have windows, curtains? Is it treated and all that? All changes your sound. And after that, of course, one major thing that changes your guitar sound, and not only changes it in a way that uh, it's an effect, you actually interact with it and you change the way you play accordingly. And that's the effects that you use, the effect pedals that you're using. It's either using pedals one by one, which I love them, or you're using a multi-effect pedal, which is basically you're changing your sound from being analog to digital and you're going through all of them. And the benefit of it that you can change the sounds instantly, turn off this, put on that, and you get your sound, especially if you're playing live in a cover band, that's what you need to have. 
so you can go from one song to another and change the sound. But if you're recording for yourself, by yourself, your songs and your style, that's really not necessary. You just find your sound by using a couple of pedals that you like, and that's it. Go through your amp, record that, that make it your, your sound. So effects, of course, the pedals uh, are important and they do change the sound. And for example, if I'm playing through a fuzz pedal or a distortion pedal, I will react from the sound that's coming out and it will change the way I play. And you can see, for example, when you're doing uh, feedbacks, harmonic feedbacks from an amp, because you're too close or you bring, that changes the way you play. And when you're playing with a loud amp, sometimes you really don't need any compressors anymore because the sound is already sustaining long enough because your strings is vibrating from the sound that's coming out from the speaker in a loop. It's not feeding back, it's just adding to the sound. So when you play the strings, it's making the note. The note is coming out from the speaker and it's hitting your guitar your, and it's vibrating again. So the, the note sustains much longer than if you don't have the speaker on and it's not coming back to the string and resonating and making it move more for longer. So that's the sustain that disappears when you're not playing live speakers. So that also affects the way you play if you have it on or off. And I told you before, in general, when you're playing a tube amp, you don't need any compressors. It, it doesn't, doesn't really add anything. Compressors, they just muff the sound sometimes and remove a few of things. And the dynamics, your dynamics of playing disappear a little bit. Maybe that's what you want. In certain styles, you don't want to have dynamics. You want to have the bath in your face all the time. So then you put a, a compressor and sometimes the digital world is good in that. You use modelers. That's what you, you lack in modelers is the dynamics of a real amp. So if, if you, that's what you want, like if you're playing heavy metal and all of that, sometimes, sometimes it's a desirable to have a modeler because the sound is very, very good and it, it does what you want. And finally, is how do you sound in the mix? If I have the best sound ever, I'm just a guitar. I recorded it. It's fantastic. But now you're not really going to, unless it's a solo piece by yourself, then it's fine. If you're playing it within a band context, then we call it how do you sound in the mix? And usually, if you listen to a mix, a professional mix, you find the guitar is very clear, it's very, and um, it has a sound stage and it's sitting there, it's perfect. But let's say you removed everything else and just listen to the guitar by itself from that mix without changing anything. You will find out, if you had the chance, you'll find out that it doesn't sound as good. It's like, why is it so skinny? Why is it missing a lot of bass? It's missing this, it's missing... It's not as good as you were playing by yourself. Like, yeah, I have a better sound than this. But when you mix your own sound, in that with other bands it doesn't sound as good because that's what happens this is the beauty of mixing so how do you sound in the mix sometimes we use certain equipment certain microphones certain techniques that will give us a specific sound in the mix so you see we went through a few things that shapes your sound as you can see it's very complicated there's a lot of variables that can go on in your forming your uh, your sound so don't be too hard on yourself. You're trying to sound like someone else and you find it difficult because there's so many things that changes and shape 
the sound. And you might have something missing in your chain if you really want to sound like someone else. Just be happy that it sounds close enough and try to develop your own sound. And that's much better than trying to sound like someone else. I always love some, uh, like my favorite guitar players, they, I love the, the way they sound. And we always try to sound like them because we enjoy that sound. That's not, there's nothing wrong with that. But don't go too hard on like, oh, it doesn't sound really the same. It's just cl it's close is good enough. Okay. Uh, try to concentrate more on your style that will help much more than trying to sound closer to that person because it's going to be very difficult to get there so i hope you enjoyed today and uh, made you think about a few things that you might not have uh, thought about before thank you and see you next time bye bye <laughs>